1: All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth. And we have got an outstanding show for you today. Of course, I'm I'm a bit biased with that, of course, right? But um, we're gonna talk to someone today that has a very unique journey and has done what a lot of people have been forced to do, although he's been doing it uh, much longer. But um, adapting, pivoting, as they've been saying, right, since the pandemic and, and, and whatnot, a lot of business owners have had to do that. Our guest this week has done that throughout his career, throughout his life. And so, and I wanted to, I actually, I'm going to make sure I mentioned, I got connected with him because he was actually part of Undercover Billionaire with Grant Cardone. And there's a very funny, I forget what episode it was, um, the second season, but um, probably three or four episodes in, it's a pretty funny, uh, uh, you know, series of scenes with uh, our guest Antoine Burton and Grant and Grant is trying to pitch Antoine uh, for his services, and it's it, there's, oh my gosh, Grant tries to re- ride a mechanical bull. It's just, uh, it's, it's pretty funny. And I saw that episode, and I reached out to Antoine on Instagram, and uh, we've been talking back and forth since then on Instagram, and I said, man, I got to have you on the show because he's got a, a really cool journey. So Antoine Burton, welcome to Mr. Biz Radio.
2: How are you doing, my friend? Thank you for having me on.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. So I should mention, so Antoine's, so here's, let me explain a little bit of it, and I don't want to take away some of the historic. I'm going to ask him about that, but right now he is um, the executive director at uh, the PBR Sports Performance Center out in Pueblo, Colorado. So he, he, this guy's been a, a, a star college athlete. He's played in the NFL, and now he's, as I mentioned, the executive director at PBR Sports Performance Center. So Antoine, uh, tell us a little bit about your journey.
2: Uh, It it definitely was uh, uh, a little obscure, uh, especially to get to this particular point in my life, uh, being a part of the PBR organization. But, um, you know, I started in Buffalo, New York, and uh, uh, I come from humble beginnings. Uh, A lot of what people don't know, you know, I I actually was homeless for three and a half years and uh, drug addicted parent. And uh, those are some of the things that I honestly had to overcome at an early age. Um, And my mom, who was that um, addict, which actually came out, that story came out in uh, Undercover Billionaire. Uh, She got her stuff together. And, uh, you know, I moved back with my mom when I was 16. And uh, I actually chose to go to uh, the Army fresh out of high school. Uh, I got a lot of college letters, a lot of uh, scholarship offers, but didn't really necessarily understand how to matriculate uh, to the next level. You know, me and my mom, single parent, didn't have, you know, transportation. So a lot of these camps that were recruiting me and, you know, we just didn't understand it. And uh, I thought I was going to go into the the Army, Uh, went to the recruiting office. I was 305 pounds. They told me I'd have to lose 80 pounds in a three month span. Okay. And yeah so <laughs> I, I figured uh, i might go a different direction or a different route and uh it just so happened that um ecc Erie community college was its first year in existence so i was able to be a part of their inaugural season which was directly across the street uh, from the buffalo bills stadium and uh you know i had a great career there for two years and uh Um, I'm the, I made the first tackle in ECC history, uh, the first to go division one and the first, uh, and only as of now to, uh, you know, make it to the NFL. And then on from there, went to, uh, Temple university and, uh, got a scholarship there from out of ECC and, you know, uh, was able to accrue some, you know, credentials of, uh, uh, all big East and all that good stuff. And. Uh, played in the East-West Shrine towards the end of my career, or at the end of my collegiate career, uh, did pretty well in that, and then 2006, um, uh, I was drafted in the seventh round. Uh, that particular year, Denver did not have a seventh round pick, uh, so they picked me up in the sixth round, uh, and I ended up being the highest paid, or highest bonus for an undrafted free agent in uh, 2006, and that was that. Uh, you know Jay Cutler, Elvis Dumervil, Brandon Marshall, Tony Shuffler, um, w- which you know I, th- I thought was a pretty good class. And,
1: Heck yeah! Uh,
2: ended up having a, a four four and a half year, five year career in the NFL. Um, then ended my career uh, playing in the UFL, which is somewhat synonymous to like the the AAF or, or maybe XFL. Um, but I was able to be, you know, vested and, uh, you know, meaning I was able to retire. So, you know, at the end of that, I was able to have, you know, my annuity and 401k and pension, all that good stuff. And, um, at the end of my career, I got into the music business, um, got into the music business, uh, dealt with, uh, I was not a musician. Uh, I managed an artist and we did features with, uh, Good Charlotte, uh, did some shows with Hoodie Allen, Keith Buckley, White Tie Affair. Um, so I was uh, in Montreal, Los Angeles, New York, um, lost a lot of money in that venture and uh, <laughs> uh, chose, to, uh, chose to pivot. And, uh, you know, my wife was originally from Pueblo, Colorado and um, decided to, uh, you know, come here and. And start a family and uh you know when the music thing was over ended up getting into you know mentorship just giving my background and the things that i've been able to experience and overcome and you know try to share that experience with the community of pueblo and um you know started training uh then i ultimately was in that realm for about two years then you know built my own facility next level performance uh 2017 going into 18 Uh, I started my own media company. Uh, We built apps. uh, We built uh, websites, videography, photography for marketing or digital marketing and branding uh, for hotels, nightclubs, restaurants, businesses. And uh, I did a docuseries, uh, More Than Football. And uh, uh, somebody from PBR ended up seeing the documentary uh, where we housed five guys that I started at NFL draft prep here in Pueblo, Colorado, and uh, they were building this facility here, uh, thirteen million dollars, eighteen thousand square feet, and uh, introduced the PBR to me and, and what it stood for, and, and the things that they were trying to accomplish, and uh, ended up, you know, kind of buying me buying next level out, and you know, hiring me on as the executive director here at the PBR Sport Performance Center. That's kind of that's kind of it in, in a nutshell, in most uh, simplistic fashion.
1: Well, it, it, it's not simplistic. That That's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk with you, Antoine, is, man, I'll tell you, it, it, I, guys, I told you, you want to talk about pivoting and adapting. I mean, think about all the curveballs, all the bumps in the road that Antoine has experienced in his life, and his career, you know, early, early on in his life, you know, with his being homeless and, and having, you know, the parental situation he had and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely amazing, amazing journey. Um, We are actually going to hit a break here i wanted to mention you guys you guys have heard me talk about porter capital before if you're having trouble if you're tired of waiting 60 plus days for your customers to pay your invoices especially now with the pandemic a lot of business owners are struggling and they might be late paying you and and, you know running into that situation could be could could cause problems for your own cash flow so if that's the case invoice financing through porter capital might be a a really good idea something to at least explore as an option another tool in your tool belt. It can provide cash flow uh, you help, uh, help you need in as little as 24 hours. So to get the working capital you need when you need it, visit Porter cap.com forward slash Mr. Biz. That's Porter cap.com forward slash Mr. Biz to apply for a free quote today. All right, we're gonna hit a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna continue talking uh, with Antoine Burton and we're gonna hear more about his amazing journey. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at mrbizsolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business.
0: Check out both of Mister Biz's national best-selling books, "Pathway to Profits" and "How to Be a Cash Flow Pro" on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mister Biz.
1: All right, welcome back to the show. It is time for Mister Biz Tip of the Week. This week's tip is actually a quote from uh, none other than Sarah Blakely. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, she is the an amazing woman. She started Spanx. Um, if you guys, if you're not aware of what Spanx are, I'm sure your wives are significant. Others probably are. Uh, but her quote is, if you have a good product and you're solving a problem, if you're making a product or, I'm sorry, geez Louise, I messed it up. If you're making a product, uh, oh my gosh, I can't even read my own writing. She's Louise. If you're making a product or our lives better, it's always a good time to start a business. Man, I hacked that one up. So apologies, guys. Basically, what she's saying is if, if, you're, if you've if you got a product out there that's going to make everyone people's lives better, if it's going to make things better for people, it's always a good time to really str- stretch out and start that business. Really, really important. And just take the leap. You know, so many times people have the ideas they don't execute. They're going to start. You know, it's like the people, and I'm sure Antoine's familiar with this. You know, I'm going to start my diet on Monday. I'm going to start working out on Monday. And then Monday comes and goes. Oh, next Monday. Next Monday, right? Take the leap. Make it happen. Take action. And uh, don't be that flat squirrel in the middle of the road that couldn't make a decision. Uh, So that's the Mr. Biz tip of the week uh, this week. Let's get back into talking with Antoine Burton again. He is the uh, executive director of the PBR Sports and Performance Center in Pueblo, Colorado. Uh, You've heard some of his amazing story. Uh, Let's let's move into a little bit of uh, you mentioned Undercover Billionaire, and that's where I first uh, came in contact with you and saw you there. And I should mention, as I I, uh, alluded to earlier, you know, there's a a really funny series of scenes um, in episode three or four. I think it's three or four. But then later um, in the season, um, Grant goes back to the Sports Performance Center to actually work out with Antoine. And uh, that was a completely different experience. Very moving. um, And where they're talking about some of the, you know, Antoine mentioned some of the things that he went through as a kid and some of the things that Grant had gone through. And there were some definitely some parallels there. So how was your experience on Undercover Billionaire, Antoine? Uh,
2: for me, um, I really didn't know who Grant Cardone was, truth be told. <laughs> uh, I, I just knew that Lewis Curtis, there was something more to him. Um, but the the production team was top notch, great people. Um, it, you know, it was really just a great experience and you know, you know, with Grant, there's no real great area. You either don't like him or you love him. And, <laughs> you know, I, I really like and I thought Grant was um, uh, a great person and uh, a motivated person. Uh, I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty motivated person myself and, and confident, um, but his energy will light a fire under your ass. That That's kind of how he is. And for me, as you mentioned, that that one segment, when we were were able to uh, share our stories, you know, I thought it was really, really cool. And I I was very humbled by that particular segment um, because I felt like it allowed Grant to be humanized in a sense, you know, this billionaire um, with his bravado and and, and how he carries himself. Um, I I thought it was really cool. And I I was very uh, humbled to be a part of that, that, that that process and uh, that particular segment.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it, honestly, it was. I'm not a, an emotional person at all. Just ask my wife. But um, that was, you know, between the two of you, again, sharing your stories, and you could see there was a bond there, uh, which was quite different. As as I mentioned, the the and uh, in, earlier in the in the season when he, you guys go into that conference room at SPC and he's kind of pitching you. It was hilarious. I mean, your body language, Antoine, you're kicked back. You're just like, okay, what's this dude trying to
2: sell me, man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But I, but I knew there was something to him that just didn't, like, not in a bad way. Like, he was just too, he really, and, and he said it in, in his segment, like, it was too much swag. It was too much, like, uh, yeah, you're different. Just t- tell me what's really going on, and then we can get somewhere. That's kind of how I was looking at it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, he, you know, and I'm sure you've watched, I mean, he mentions and he's talked about it since um, he actually was on uh, on the Mr. Biz Radio uh, right when it was uh, the, the season was kicking off. And then uh, Matt Smith has been on as well and talking about the, the show a bit as well. But, you know, he mentioned, you know, how I one of the biggest challenges he had on the show was like he felt like, man, he was just lying to people and not being able to be himself. Um, and so, he, you know, found that to be challenging, which I'm sure it, it was. And not only that, man, you know, he, he does have an ego and he would tell you that himself. And I think, you know, you got to have some sort of ego to be successful in, in a lot of ways. And I think it probably was killing him too, to not be able to, you know, use his name. You know, he, he built up um, and, and some of that swag that he built up and that street credit he built up, not being able to use that uh, probably, you know, was was pretty challenging for him as well. But uh, so, so, I mean, I guess it's probably difficult now after knowing who he is and everything, but. You know what was your initial impressions of him? So I, I guess
2: uh, was it Matt that set up the meeting with you guys? No, I gotta be honest. Um, they they interviewed I want to say my mom like a month before, or two months before. So they kind of knew who I was going into it, and as okay. I knew it, they were just doing a documentary on a, a, you know blue collar towns and the, the the American dream isn't dead of, uh, of local businesses and that's how it was introduced to me. Gotcha. Okay. And he just walked in one day and he was like, Hey, you know, there's a guy coming in. He's looking to do some things here in Pueblo. Um, We'd like him to meet you. And and that's all I knew that, that literally is all I knew. And I said, sure, let's do it.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember um, if it was how that came about. I guess that's probably why they they didn't, I just was assuming that Matt was involved in some way, but uh, no, it's it
2: was, it like organically random yeah well interesting interesting
1: so tell us a little bit about uh the pbr so so you mentioned they sort of came to you they bought out next level how, how did that all come about
2: um really like i said there was a a tourism grant um that the the state of colorado the city of pueblo and the pbr organization came together to you know uh, build this facility to be able to usher in the narrative of Western sport and, and Western culture to kind of have their own specific uh, facility for Western sport training and, you know, ushering in that narrative of uh, riders uh, being athletes, which they already have been uh, since the day it started, but never really had their lane or niche uh, as far as, you know, sports performance is concerned. So that's kind of how it all came together.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. So was it a tough decision for you to to to, you know, sort of uh, fold in next level into into the sports performance center for PBR? Uh,
2: no, honestly, I, it wasn't because I felt like, you know, once I, you know, I educated myself more on the the sport, the culture, agrarian culture, the, the history of the PBR, uh, the 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 analytics of the PBR, it being a a global um, a global company, PBR Brazil, Australia, Canada, Mexico, Um, Of course, the U.S. and then, you know, being under the umbrella of uh, Endeavor, you know, which is, you know, we're a sister uh, uh, company with IMG Academy. And for me, it it was a no brainer because um, these are some of the most authentic athletes that I've ever been around. In in my opinion, they're they're one of the few sports that don't have that that level of uh, entitlement and that blue collar work ethic. And, And again, that authenticity. Because uh, a lot of these kids come from, you know, hard upbringing, hard work, and, uh, you know, they drive from event to event. And uh, just to be able to be a part of that initial push of performance and, uh, you know, building and growing the sport, you know, to be a part of that, I'm, again, I'm, I'm, I'm humbled by it. And I uh, was very appreciative to have the opportunity to be in this position.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, even from the shots they showed on the show, the facility looks amazing. We're going to hit a break here. We'll come back talking with Antoine Burton. We're going to get some tips on how to adapt to achieve more.
0: Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free even if it's a sophisticated funnel visit the pulsepot.com forward slash mr for this exclusive offer
1: if you find listening to mr biz radio is helpful imagine having live access to not only mr biz but also five other trusted business experts it's true you can have live access to your very own cfo Plus, a business attorney, a website and digital marketing expert, a sales and growth guru, a financing professional, and a customer experience master. Visit MrBizSolutions.com to learn
0: more. Join MrBizNation at MrBizSolutions.com. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's MrBiz.
1: All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio. And uh, I should mention, if you want to find out more about what Antoine's got going on, find out more about uh, the PBR SPC, um, go out and follow him on Instagram and also follow PBR underscore SPC on Instagram. Um, I know, as I mentioned, when I first saw him on on Uncovered Billionaire, I went out and started following both of those accounts. And uh, they share a lot of cool stuff. And some of the stuff, honestly, Antoine. I've seen some of the stuff you've been doing as well uh, <laughs> with your training, and as I mentioned, not only with, between your Instagram and in what some of the, some of the parts they showed on um, Undercover Billionaire, man, the facility looks absolutely amazing. It's got to be a blessing to, to work in a facility like that to have those resources at your at your at the, in the palm of your hand.
2: Yeah, I, like I said, honestly, it it really it really isn't the facility. Truth be told. Um, it's a beautiful facility I've seen, and and it compares to a lot, or in my opinion, is not in comparison to a lot of other facilities. The fact that it was built, you know, finished two years ago. Um, it's the idea of it all. And to be able to have that culmination of an NFL draft prep that works out of here. Um, we have major league uh, baseball players come through and uh, you know, currently we're uh, we're getting Raquel Pennington, uh, the number four UFC bantamweight uh, fighter in the world, uh, getting ready for her, uh, her fight upcoming in June. And then to have that culmination of a rider, a UFC fighter, you know, an NFL player or an NFL hopeful all in one building. I, that for me is the coolest part of it all because, in my opinion it helps you know bridge the gap and also gives awareness um and legitimacy to you know what the pbr is what it stands for and uh, how great the organization is and you know the things that we're trying to do to again make the sport progressive uh, not only in the niche of western sport but traditional sport
1: yeah well and honestly having that cross mix of of athletes and at that you know high level athletes The other part that's got to be really awesome for the athletes is that you're not a a, a big fish in a small pond, right? You're not going to some local gym where you're the superstar and everyone's giving you the attaboys and patting you on the back, telling you how great you are, which some people can handle that and do fine. But some people, that's going to go to their head. They might not work as hard. Being in a facility with some, like you had mentioned, with high-level athletes like that, it's got to just inspire people, regardless of sport, right? You see someone you might be uh, training for PBR and you see, you know, a UFC fighter and you say, holy crap, look how hard he or she's working. And it's, it's got to inspire you. You know, you, you, you really got to keep up and work really hard. And I I would say that 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 atmosphere has got to be amazing for all the athletes as well.
2: No, for sure. It's something that, you know, I I love being a part of. I feel like, you know, I'm a part of a great organization in the PBR, uh, nothing but support from the company and, and the things, again, that they're they're doing. We were the first um, organization to be back with fans. Uh, we're still going strong uh, with our events and, uh, you know, all the things that, you know, through COVID that the PBR was able to do. It just, you know, I'm, I'm very humbled uh, to be uh, in this position and have this opportunity and, and, again, be a part of a great organization. Yeah, big vision. Yep. Yeah, no, it's got to be.
1: And that was a big thing, right? I mean, I know UFC got a lot of credit and Dana White got a lot of credit of jumping back in with events and things. But I know PBR was at the forefront of that as well. And I think that was a big thing. Man, everyone was clamoring for that. You know, people wanted that people wanted to see the events and be able to go to the events and everything. So I think that's really important. Absolutely so antoine look I, I would be remiss if i didn't ask you so you know we we've heard your journey we've heard all these twists and turns you've had turns you've had so what are some things that you have learned over the years that you know uh, that have allowed you to adapt to achieve more what are some things that you could give us some thing uh, some tips and some maybe some actions that we should be taking to think about when is the time that we need to adapt how should we be adapting and things like that
2: I, I honestly, I just feel like, you know, everybody's different and everybody's journey is different. Um, but ultimately, you have to be able to, you know, uh, walk in your greatness. Like if you I, and I said this again, I, I don't mean to keep plugging undercover billionaire, but and, and I don't want to be redundant also. But, you know, I, I, I truly believe in myself. You know, I truly love myself and I, I sincerely want great things for other people. And I feel like if you have that about yourself, um, adapting and being open, open minded to things that come your way, because it's, you know, uh, that's life. You know, uh, I, to use a football analogy, you know, every offensive play that is written up is for a touchdown, it's mm-hmm. not for a seven yard gain, 12 yard gain. Every defensive play written up is for a zero gain or negative gain. But when the complex part of it is when the pieces start moving, that's what makes the game. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're all in every day. And you're going to have to be able to adjust. But when you have certain, you know, if your support system isn't good, if your team around you isn't good, if you have insecure thoughts, if you have fear, um, if you're not open-minded to be able to make those moves going forward, then everything is about time. And it's going to take longer time. Than if you were have full belief in yourself and what you're capable of doing and being open-minded to things that are uncomfortable to you because at the end of the day that's that's life. And uh, a lot of things that I tell my athletes or my, my the people who work for the SBC it's uh, it's human nature to want a sure thing. Um, but the reality of it is the best in life that we're gonna get is an opportunity and it's what we do with those opportunities. Uh, that allow that allows us to be successful in life.
1: Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree with you more, Antoine. What do you What do you think? What do you attribute? Um, you know that belief you have in yourself. What you know things in life have you gone through? Would you say that most uh, would be attributable to, to to that building that belief you have in yourself?
2: Uh, I'm gonna be honest. It just it is what it is. But I, I think it's uh, I I believe in God, and I think God is a part of that. And I think there are certain things that, you know, happen in the flesh, but, um, a lot of people do ask me that or like, you know, cause I come off confident, I have somewhat of a, a presence, but I, I've always had that. Uh, and I've, I've been able to, regardless of my situation, circumstance, trial or tribulation throughout life, I've been able to maintain that, that confidence and that belief. I've, I've kind of always had it, um, but all of those things or adverse moments in my life kind of made that organic confidence just stronger, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I mean, again, you you faced, and, and I know you you shortened up the story, right? To, to fit it into to, to the show and the parameters of the yeah. show. But you know, all of the different things you faced, and obviously you've overcome them, right? And some of them were probably tougher than others, but that has to have built up a lot of that belief system in you because. You know, you know, hey, man, I faced A, B, and C, and I kicked their ass. And so I know when D, E, and F come, I'm going to be ready, and I'm going to be able to handle it. Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. And I'm telling you, it's it's really inspiring. Like I said, I reached out to you when I, in, during the funny episode you were in, but, man, it really hit home. When, uh, you know, like I said, when you guys had that, when Grant came back to work out with you and, and you guys kind of shared your story and I'm like, man, and again, that's when I was like, man, we, I have to get Antoine on the show. I mean, we, we people need to hear this. Someone out there listening or probably multiple people out there listening right now are facing something difficult in their life and hearing your story, I'm sure is going to inspire them and help them get through that. So I, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your story, Antoine.
2: Thank you for having me. And again, just appreciative of the kind words and uh, yeah, again, uh, uh, thank you for having me on.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man, I, I, it's, it's, the pleasure's all mine. I, like I said, I'm, I'm humbled that you came on and shared your story and were, uh, you know, pretty transparent with us about everything. Again, follow Antoine on Instagram, follow PBR underscore SPC on Instagram Instagram as well. They share a lot of cool stuff. You can see some of the training, you can check out the facility, you can learn more about PBR, etc. cetera. Um, and I should mention, Thanks for listening, everyone, of course. Uh, thanks to our show sponsor, Porter Capital. You can find out more about them at portercap.com forward slash Biz. And again, we've been talking this week with Antoine Burton. Amazing guest, amazing story. Have a great week, everyone. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king.
0: This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit MrBizSolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.